Hello, everyone. Jenna here. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy Wednesday. Many of Million Marker users、uh, are looking for ways to detox their bodies for health and fertility.、Uh, we are a big fan of、uh, testing your bodies for toxic chemicals using our Detect and Detox Kit because it helps you take a look inside of yourself. And inside our body is where we cultivate and fight off disease. It's also where we create a child.、Um, detoxing from toxic chemical is a large piece of the fertility puzzle, but so is、uh, tending to your mental and wellness needs.、Uh, that's why we're so glad to be joined today by Michelle、uh, Wurwitz,、uh, founder of the Wholesome Lotus Fertility. So she just joined. I'm waiting for her to send me an invite. Here's her request. Oh, hi, Michelle. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. Nice seeing you.、Um, I was just about to introduce you.、Um, I did mention you are the founder of Wholesome Lotus Fertility,、uh, but you are also a master in traditional Chinese medicine that offers services like acupuncture, hypnotherapy, and other services to help women with womb wellness. So, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. So, okay, to start, tell us a little bit about your background, and then、um, what, how you became a wholesome fertility specialist. So,、uh, my background is actually in architecture. I was、um, going through my own fertility.、Uh, well, it was fertility at the time, but I wasn't really trying to get pregnant. I had issues with my period, but I probably wasn't ovulating. I had like three month cycles, meaning like from one period to the next two or three months would go by. I went to many different doctors. I never had a regular period from like the time I got my period for the first time until really I resolved it. And I'll tell you about that in a sec. So、um, my only solutions were to get on the birth control pill, and I was told that there's no solution really, and that if I was to get off, it would be the same thing. So many years of hormone imbalance. I know because I had hair loss. I had like I probably had misdiagnosed PCOS because I had other factors and signs. And so eventually, I remember going away for like three months, and I, the whole time I didn't get my period. I came home and I said to my mom, "I need to do something. I can't go to the doctor. It's just not gonna. It, they're just gonna give me the birth control pill again." So I finally, because I was going on and off the birth control pill, I didn't want to continuously do it. But whenever I wasn't on, I would just miss periods. And finally, she found out about an acupuncturist who happened to specialize in for not fertility but、um, women's health, gynecology. And I remember him sitting me down. He was actually from China, and he had both a Western. An Eastern background was the sweetest guy ever. He's like a, he was similar to the Dalai Lama, like always smiling. And he <laughs> sat me down the first time I came in, and he said, "You know, a woman's menstrual cycle is so important. It's really the center for health." So I remember it really rung true, and it was something that I kind of put on the back burner. I never really, I mean, I knew it was something that bothered me, but it was not. You know, you just I went on with life, and I didn't think about it because I was in my twenties and. Um, but yeah, something inside me said something's got to give. I have to change something. So finally,、um, after going to him, he completely regulated my cycle. He gave me herbs,、um, acupuncture. I was just amazed. And not only did he help me with my cycle, I also felt better. That was kind of like 
sort of an extra thing that I didn't necessarily come for, but I didn't realize that it would actually improve my psyche, how I felt in general, my PMS, like just everything. So I eventually went back to school. I studied, um, I started out studying Ayurveda. And then eventually when my kids got old enough, I went back and enrolled to get my master's in acupuncture. And then, um, and then I also got into hypnotherapy because it just, the mind is so intriguing. And I even found in my practice that sometimes like maybe the majority of people would get better. And then every once in a while I would see people getting better and then just not moving forward. And there was like almost like deep seated beliefs. And I was like, okay, there's definitely sometimes blocks mentally that get in our ability to really um, get better physically. So so I call it wholesome because I like to knock it at all ends, just the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you, you almost just answered my question because you named your practice a wholesome um, fertility. The wholesome lotus. lotus. Fertility. Yeah. So yeah. like what is wholesome fertility to you? So yeah, you know what? Um, I find that everybody has a different method of healing that they resonate with. Some people resonate with like diet and food and it's just something that really speaks to them. It makes them feel more nurtured. Um, sometimes it's mental. I like to do all of them. I just think that the looking at all the different parts of people really makes a difference on how a person feels because there's, we're not like just one part. You know, there's so many different aspects of us. And also our head is, in, is connected to our body. So there's no disconnect. And um, I like to kind of look at everything. And then also wholesome for me is like coming home. And when I started treating myself and, and going to an acupuncturist, like I really started feeling like not only was I feeling better, but I felt more home in my own body. Like I felt more connected to myself. I like that. That's like a perfect explanation. <laughs> so like, then how do these alternative services then kind of help women in conjunction with their like a regular kind of fertility plan? So I work on um, diet. We learned that also in Chinese medicine. Diet is really important. It's really like our first medicine and herbal medicine. So it, it's all grown from the plants and it also, well, there's many different kind, not just plants, but they also have DNA. So it almost has like that intelligence because it's still live, you know, herbs are still, I mean, even though they're in power, powder form, they still have the DNA intact. Whereas when you look at medicine, it's just like you cut out the DNA, it becomes mm. like more robotic and like a chemical. And so I think that, uh, so, so we work on with herbs, really the two branches of Chinese medicine is herbs and acupuncture. They're the two main ones. And then we do other things as well. And the acupuncture is almost the mechanical aspect. So it gets our bodies, we're almost like a, a circuit of energy. It gets our body's energies to flow properly because once your energy flows properly, everything is able to move where it wants to move and your vitality is able to flow through and feed your organs. You feel better as a whole. And as a result, um, reproductive health thrives because reproductive health is actually a branch or like a reflection of our overall health. So if our body's able to do exactly what it needs, if our digestive system is able to process nutrients and give the nutrients to the rest of our body, our organs, our uterus, our ovaries, our eggs. So all of that is important. So, you know, the aspect of digestion, the aspect of also stress, 
because stress can impede that flow moving throughout your body. So acupuncture helps that move through more easily so that you're able to process and move through life more freely. So is uh, the womb wellness part of this? Like in your words, yes. what, explain to us the womb wellness. I love it. Yes. So it's basically, um, it's a reflection of the whole. So like it really is loving, loving your uterus, connecting with that aspect, but giving it also love, give, uh, nurturing through diet, through lifestyle and respecting our body and our body's wishes. I think a lot of times we demand so much and we don't really give it back, give back to our bodies. And ultimately the womb wellness is a reflection of our overall health. It really is um, like when I went, I mean, my womb was very unwell <laughs> when I first went. And I also had cramps and it was under a lot of inflammation, um, which that can cause a lot of cramps. And so when I went and I changed, not only like did the acupuncture, but I also changed my diet and then was more inspired to change my lifestyle because once you feel well, you have more energy to change things. And as a result of me taking care of myself and my overall wellness, my womb became well. Love it. Love it. You, these are some like <laughs> really great tips. So you, I know you also practice hypno hypnosis, hypnotherapy. I think this, like, mm -hmm. it's really fascinating. It's a topic we haven't really talked about. So tell us like, how can hypnosis aid the womb wellness? So generally speaking, um, a lot of us have patterns that go on repeat in our subconscious mind. And the patterns are not just emotional or mental. They actually affect your physical. So sometimes you can hold tension like up here, for example, mm -hmm. and you're not realizing it, but you're actually doing this as a habit or you can have habits physically. And so the subconscious mind can also impact your body and the hormone levels. And so when you're getting to these, these deep beliefs that a person has, and, and sometimes it's trauma or how you perceive mother to be if you had a really difficult relationship with your mother, these are all subconscious things that we are relating to on some level either with our birth or reflecting it within our own womb. And so when you get to these, these core beliefs and you get through the subconscious mind, so how, I mean, through the conscious mind. So the conscious mind is almost like the, the guard and it could be as a protection. And the conscious mind is what you are always um, connected to or you can always talk to and it's more aware, the subconscious mind is a little more difficult to get to. And it's actually a good thing because you don't want to be able to be so malleable. You want to be that way, you know, for things that you truly want to change. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a good thing and a bad thing because sometimes you can have bad habits and those are really difficult to get into and change. So once you get through, so we do an induction with hypnotherapy what that does is it puts your conscious mind a, a little bit more at ease, kind of out of the way. And it puts you in a state where you're almost like in between sleep and awake, but um, you're really relaxed, but you're not quite sleeping. And you're able to access the subconscious mind. And so you create that state of, of calm. And, and then you start to bring in suggestions 
And so the way I work, I don't do as much, like there's certain types of hypnosis where they do like, um, they do regression and they, they take you back to a certain point in your life where you have trauma or some phobia. I don't do that. That's more like one-on-one. -on -one. Now I do audios and the mm -hmm. audios put you in a state of relaxation and then they'll walk you through like suggestions to improve your egg quality and get more, um, more blood flow to the uterus or more blood flow to the ovaries. And um, some of them are also connecting the soul of the child. And if you're spiritual and you connect with that, of opening yourself up energetically to that connection. So I have many different ones that I use and I give my patients so, or my online clients so that they're able to get into the subconscious mind of opening themselves. Because a lot of times mm. with fertility, uh, there's just so much trauma through the journey itself and there's so much stress and pressure and it's it's important to give yourself something to at least make it more easy for you to calm sleep and feel better within yourself and still have like an ability to imagine something good happening so even for like fertility the hypnosis session is tailored for different people with different needs and conditions in some in some cases in some cases i'll make them um, i like to make audios because i do believe that it's not a one-time thing it's something that they should mm -hmm. listen to at least 21 days to really get it set in the subconscious mind and you can listen to it right before you go to sleep sometimes people fall asleep and they'll wake up when i say wake up so i think they're actually more in hypnosis than they realize they just don't remember the whole thing but you're still, even if you fall asleep, it's okay. Like you still will retain something. Your subconscious mind is listening. And, um, and so sometimes I will, if I work with people one-on-one, -on -one, I'll create a catered hypnosis for them specifically with everything that they need. Oh, wow. So what happens when someone's under hypnosis then? Um, so basically what you're doing is, you know, it's interesting. Okay. So if you're watching commercials and you watch a lot of marketing, you're kind of, um, they, they work on your subconscious mind and, and the way they do that is through repetition. So if you get something repeated over and over and over again, and especially if you're in a, a place of trance, and that happens a lot when people are watching TV, they get into this place of trance. And so when you're in this trance, you're almost like in a hypnosis stage. You're very, very impressionable. And so you're basically getting a person into that state, but you're doing it for a good thing, not to sell them something, <laughs> but you're getting them into this trance state. And, um, and then you're giving them messages that repeat over and over and over again. And the repetition is what creates habits and it's what really gets your, your subconscious mind to kind of click and, and uh, take it in as like part of it. Wow, this is uh, so fascinating. Um, so besides hypnosis, hypnosis, you also provide acupuncture. So how does acupuncture help with wound wellness? You kind of touched a little bit, but let's delve in a little more in detail. Yeah, so with acupuncture, there's, um, just to really simplify this, there's two main types of points, and there's many points, points along the channel. So I'll explain first how the meridians work. The meridians are energy, almost like conduits that go through your body and they go through, they feed parts of your organs really deep. And every so often they come to the surface of the skin. So it's kind of like they go really deep and then they kind of come to certain areas. 
And when it comes to the surface of the skin, that's actually the acupuncture points. And when you put a needle in there, you're actually stimulating something that's also connected to deeply into your organs and connecting some organs as well. And so those are meridians. And then there's also some extraordinary points. There's also ear points. So the ear, if you look at it, looks like an upside down fetus. Mm -hmm. This being the head. Oh, yeah. And then kind of like uh, curled. So the whole ear can reflect the whole body. In Chinese medicine, they see as almost like an, a hologram. Every part of the body can reflect the whole. So there's many different types of acupuncture. Sometimes they do body mapping where they look at the hand and they'll use the hand to reflect different parts. So generally speaking, there, the two types of points are distal points. So you can do either body mapping, you could do different points, one on the hand that can impact the face and just all these different ones that are distal. Um, you could also work with a distal to help the pattern. So if somebody has like a kidney pattern or a liver pattern, you're, you, can, you can help that through the points as an overall balance. So the way I work is I do the overall balance plus local points. So I will literally put points on the abdomen in the area of the womb, um, the area below the belly button, on top of the belly button. I work on digestive as well in that area to bring blood flow. So it causes, if you want to describe it in Western medicine, it creates uh, an immune response. So you have needles in there. You have clean needles. So it's controlled injury because it's controlled. It's clean. You're not going to, nothing's going to happen. That's bad, but it's enough to get the, the body to say, Hey, what's up? What's up? What's going on? We got to get more blood flow. So the blood comes and it gets all its soldiers and it starts to activate because typically what happens is sometimes the body gets a little more lazy. It just yeah. doesn't, um, you know, as you get older, it kind of like, it, it kind of does its thing, whatever it can do, but it doesn't, get as activated. So when you're activating that information, you're kind of waking it up. So you're getting more blood flow to come to that area. And you'll literally see around the needles is blood. You can see it's red around there. It's like, it's activating because it doesn't know what's going on. What is this foreign thing in the body? But it's safe. So you're not going to get hurt from it. So that's kind of like a Western medicine way of describing it. And at the same time, you're also um, stimulating points and stimulating channels so that you're able to get a more free flow in the body and the body typically heals itself. So we are facilitating an environment for the body to be able to heal itself, but the body actually does the healing, not us. It's a miraculous wow. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so magical. And I, I always, I've gone acupuncture before, but I always have hard time explaining to my friends what it actually does i just know afterwards i felt really good and, yeah and then some people are always afraid of needles so how yeah how does it feel like when you're when someone who's undergo acupuncture in your in your work so typically the needles are actually hair thin so it's not like getting a shot um a lot of people are afraid of needles and i i give them baby needles at first you can always ask for baby needles there's really really thin ones if you are afraid of needles but it's literally a two second um, sensation, if, if anything. Sometimes they're like, I didn't even know you put a needle in. Like I didn't feel a thing. Sometimes that happens. It depends on the practitioner's hand. It also depends on the point and how much tension you have in that general point. Um, sometimes when you get more tense, it can be more painful. But what it does also that I didn't mention is it puts you in a parasympathetic mode. 
So you actually start to feel really, really relaxed. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to feel really, really relaxed, your body's able to restore itself much more easily. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, that's the ideal um, goal. I definitely felt that. I felt like if I, if I have the resource, I would like to do acupuncture every single week. <laughs> yes. And let me ask you a question. Have you ever had an acu-nap? <laughs> yes. You know what an acu-nap yes. is? <laughs> it's a yes, very definitely. different type of nap with the acupuncture than just a regular nap. Yes. So when I used to go to my acupuncturist, um, we used to do these like 40 to an hour sessions and I pretty mm -hmm. much took a nap. Like after yeah. she put needles in me. And then she also gave me uh, heating lamps and heating mm. pads. So yeah. comfortable. <laughs> it makes it so much more comfortable. Um, I can't imagine not having that because you really need that warmth and that feeling of safety, which the heat gives you. And um, yeah, the AccuNap kind of puts you in another zone. It's like another universe. It's very like different, unique. <laughs> wow. So you have so many other uh, online services too. So tell us about those. So I do offer, I have um, my online fertility program. So I pretty much put everything that I do with people in person into an online course. And it has pretty much everything, even acupuncture points with the pressure to show people where to do it for what conditions, mm -hmm. how to understand their patterns, but in layperson's not too overwhelming so that you understand also the kind of foods that you can have to balance your body and um, the acupressure points. I also give recipes of essential oils and blends that have different indications and you can use that to activate. So if you don't have the needles, use the essential oils to activate the points with pressure. And I've had amazing results, like people reaching out to me, telling me they got pregnant after many years. So it is really, it's, it's very nice to see that it actually translates. And um, I have a waiting list on my, on my um, the information is in my, my bio link. And also I do have a hypnosis and a mindset toolbox membership. And that's, um, that's on my link as well. But that's great because sometimes people will do IVF and they, for a little while, need to work on equality. So I have an equality one and then they want to do the transfer. I have a uterine lining one. I have one for insomnia as well because a lot of times people have an issue mm -hmm. sleeping and that can impact your hormones. I have one for libido. Um, I have one for ovulation, <laughs> like many different ones. Wow, that is so cool. So if someone wants to come in uh, or even do it online, what's a, a coaching session would you look like? So a lot of times I do multiple coaching sessions, not just one, because it is a journey. It's not something that happens right away. And it's also too much to explain in one session without overwhelming a person. And that's the last thing people need. So I do a series of coaching and I have many different ones. Um, if anybody wants to find out, I do have a fertility discovery call link and then they could just book a free call and I can explain everything because it's a lot to just explain. Um, and right. it also depends on the individual person for what they would individually need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was very honored to, to actually be a guest on your podcast. Um, so mm -hmm. tell us about that. Yes. Um, I have to say it was so good to have you on because the information that you gave was tremendous and so important because a lot of people don't realize 
what toxins can do. So I just want to give you a shout out that there because it was really important. And actually some of my patients were really like loved the podcast and it was very eye opening for them. Uh, but the podcast is the wholesome fertility podcast. And um, I speak to many experts like yourself, many different experts, many different perspectives. Um, I think it's just important because it takes a village. There's so many different perspectives and so many different things that people wouldn't even dream are out there and it's resources it's empowering and it's very educational love it love it so thank you so much for this great information and then um so everyone thank you for joining be sure to follow michelle yeah, thank and you host on lotus uh, fertility um and then learn more and then you know book her services at michelle so thank you thank so you much. so much talk to you soon Bye. Okay, bye.